In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs with a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be the best dog owner your dog could ever wish for, transform their struggles, and unlock real life results. So we have an amazing struggle that is a very typical struggle, and at the same time, we want to come up with some game changer solutions. So this is um, a game changer in the community, Lisa Young, who says, I'm feeling a little bit helpless and an epic failure. Maybe it's the heat. Um, Lani is coming into around the 12 month age, has always been a bit of a pessimist. I feel I've done everything I could. Um, but basically she's getting worse and worse, growling at people and dogs uh, whenever they get too close. Um, I've lost count of the amount of encounters where people say, don't worry, they're friendly uh, whilst we're on lead. And actually we're struggling. What advice do you have as to the best games I can play to help me and my girl move forwards? Brilliant. So first things first, let's do kind of a bit of tips tennis on this one. So first things first, if you're feeling helpless, all the emotion of feeling helpless is, is that you don't know what to do. Okay. Now, be honest, guys, who has felt like, who enjoys feeling like they don't know what to do? Who (laughs) enjoys feeling like they don't know the answer? Who enjoys feeling like, they absolutely have no control or power over the situation. Yeah. Who enjoys feeling like they can do nothing? And the reality is that you can do loads of things and we are going to share that with you. But I think it's, you know, the, the important thing to realize is we sometimes have moments of feeling helpless and then, you know, we have to almost like um, snap ourselves out of it and be like, this is the emotion that I feel when I don't know what to do next. And then it's like, oh, already I feel a little bit better. I now know that I need to find out what to do next. And you, you, you then turn it into something a bit more of like a positive driver. So that's the first thing. Now, next thing. I think for me, I would consider actually whether to just straight away ditch the walks with a mm-hmm. dog like this. I yeah. think for me, the dog and the relationship, for your confidence, for her confidence for the fact that other dogs are running up to you, for the fact that actually a lot's going wrong here and it's not growing you or her in the direction you want to grow because yeah. you're feeling more and more helpless and she's having dogs run up at her and you don't know what to do. Yeah. So I think I'd give myself a break. I'd give myself a pat on the back. I'd try and get my energy up and in a good space, I'd give myself a few weeks to recharge. And that would be me playing games from maybe Sexier Than a Squirrel or the Training Academy or um, some something that's optimism boosting. And I would play them in the house and I would say, let's not walk her in a normal scenario for a little while. Absolutely. And leading on from that, um, it sounds to me like you've you've done lots to try and grow this optimism. Um, and um, and yet it's not where you would expect it to be. Now, the only reason why that could be is because despite you trying to grow her optimism, grow their optimism, grow their optimism, um, something is growing their pessimism. 
So what I want you to do is get a piece of paper and I want you to split it down the middle. And on one side, I want you to write down all of the things that you do on a daily basis or a weekly basis that and you, you've got to go daily or weekly. You can't go any less frequent than that daily or weekly basis that you do to grow their optimism. Then on the other side of uh, other half of the page, I want you to write all of the things that um, grow their pessimism on a daily or weekly basis. So you mentioned one other dogs running up to running up to them on a walk. But I imagine there are other ones as well. Maybe some noises that trigger them. Um, maybe a certain, I don't know, the postman or post lady um, delivering the mail each day. The reason why we're doing this is because you want, if you want to grow optimism, you need to up the optimism boost in stuff, but you also need to decrease the pessimism boost in stuff. And that might mean ditching the walks, like Lauren said. That might mean sealing up your, your letterbox and actually having a letterbox on the outside of the house so that no mate, so that the, you know, that it doesn't get delivered directly to the door. Um, the more you reduce the, the pessimism boosting stuff, the more you increase the optimism boosting stuff, what you get is you get tipping the scale. You get actually it tipping more and more towards optimism and therefore you really reshape that brain. I would also, Lisa, consider you in this uh, relationship because I think you carry so much weight to look after a dog like Lani who really needs you and your backup and your um, yeah. empowering uh, Lara Croft um, pose. Like She needs that. And so for me, I consider what you're doing to look after yourself, whether that be listening to the podcast and listening to them as an energy boost. I was on a live just the other day in the Sex in the Squirrel group. And one of the students says, what I do to top up my optimism is I listen to a podcast. One of yours, guys. And I love that. Um, and it also might be taking a stroll on your own. Yeah. So for those of you that feel really upset that you might be missing out on your daily walk, well, how about taking a stroll on your own? Yeah. That's still I a really nice thing to do, actually, right? Because it, mainly because it was too hot. But then I was like, oh. I need to need to advise people to do this, to do this. more. It's I'm a not nice thinking thing. about um, things. One thing I did this morning, we got up really super early and I went up on the moors and I just remembered I've had two breakfasts, Tom. I'm slightly concerned about this. I only just remembered it. And um, I went up on the moors really, really super early um, because it's beautiful up there. And I had a croissant on the moors. You know what? It was my moment of I'm going to take this in. I quite enjoy it. It didn't take any time out of my day because I got up earlier. And to sit on the walls for 10 minutes and just take it all in was really nice. And you don't have to necessarily involve your dog. The only thing I have to say that's sad about that is I then still have breakfast when I came home later. I just remembered before I came out. So I'm slightly concerned I had two breakfasts. But anyway, um, what I would say to you most of all, Lani, is, is uh, sorry, not Lani, Lisa, to look after Lani, you've got to look after you. So you need to put your own oxygen mask on first which might mean considering what you can do to feel more empowered. Because I do think that most of the time these days, I, I know how to empower myself. And I think that's a really nice place yeah, to absolutely. be compared to maybe when I first owned Poppy, um, my naughty but nice dog, who'd behave very similarly. I would have gone home crying because I didn't really know what to do. And then I'd still have taken her out the next day because I felt that was the right thing to do. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's empowering yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Next tip that we've got for you, we've got lots of them. Oh, so, there's loads, there's uh, loads. Next tip that we've got for you is actually think back to to where you were, you know, whether it be six months ago or a year ago um, and compare it to the average week today because sometimes what we do is we, we have a bad day and then it's like, oh my goodness, this is terrible and nothing's improved. But we forget about the good days. So what we tend to do is we overinterpret the bad days. We put the good days down to a fluke, um, being the humans that we are. Um, we've got this faulty wiring that we're all born with. Good things, they're a fluke. Bad things, oh my word, this is it forever now. Um, and so actually really intentionally sit down as a bit of an exercise and just acknowledge all the wins that you've had. Yeah, they, you know, you, you might think they're small, but your small wins actually to somebody else would be huge. 
I think one of the that um, I've just scan read again, and and one of the things that um, you say, Lisa, is that um, in a lockdown situation, you missed out some of the socialization. I want you to lose the stories because both Tom and I have had dogs during lockdown, yeah. and I would say they've almost actively benefited from yeah, not having absolutely. lots of bad experiences. Yeah. And so, for example, Tokyo going along to an agility event, um, he's a really cool dog there, and I'm largely surprised by that in some ways because. In my head, it was always important to get them used to those environments, but he's actually really cool about them. Mm. Um, and I think that's because we've played all of the games in Sex in a Squirrel, all of the games in the Training Academy, all of the games in Agility Academy. And so we've done so much of this aside that actually he's really not missing any of the concepts that he needs to make him a cool dog. So for me, I want you to lose the stories. I want you to drop them. I want you to lose them. They're not serving you. They're not empowering you. They're not empowering others. And you know what? The world is addicted to problems. And if you tell them those stories, they're going to listen and chat through the problems with you. And then they just become bigger problems. So we're going to work in the world of solutions. We're working in game changer land, which is a completely special place, but a bit Peter Pan. Um, And uh, yeah, basically it's the best, most empowering way, I think, to go forward. So drop those stories. Yeah. Next tip is that get into these habits of kind of doing the same things when interacting with our dogs. So, you know, whether it be we play the same games or we, you know, we do the same things or we even play in the same spaces. And so what we're going to challenge you to do is actually um, write down kind of the typical 10 things that you do with your dog in terms of games. And we want you to write a list of 10 games that you don't play with your dog, but you know and you like. And for the next couple of weeks, play those new 10 games rather than the old ones. Because if we're growing optimism, optimism is all about your dog responding in a positive way to new things. Now, if we're doing the same old things all the time, at some point, actually, the benefit that you get from those kind of expires. You need to give those a break and you need to do some new ones. Then you can revisit those later on. I think my next one would be conversation starters. Teach a conversation starter or many. Uh, As Tom said, variety is also a really, really cool thing. Uh, And what I mean by conversation starter is something that your dog can do in any environment. So, for example, one of the dogs I'm working with at the moment, she can do middle in any environment. She loves middle and she can actually catch in most environments, even on the beach with a tennis ball or with food. She can still catch. Whereas if I was doing a conversation starter with um, Tokyo, it might be a retrieve or a a lie down play or it might be an object like a two on or a shaping uh, sort of object. Basically, it's a behavior or something very simple that your dog can do no matter where they are with minimal equipment and something that makes them feel quite safe. Like putting Tom and I in most situations teaching, we'd be comfortable because effectively teaching is our conversation starter. We know how to do it. Um, Whereas put us, I don't know, for me, put me in a wetsuit and get me surfing. And I have to say it's a a slight shock to the system. Yeah, agreed. Um, So... We don't want to overwhelm. What we want to do is make sure that you go away and you action all the things that we've said. Empower you, Lisa. You are not helpless. You've got this. You're exactly who you need to be. You're the very best dog owner your dog could ever wish for. And so what we want you to do, Lisa, is we want you to listen to this podcast back. We want you to write down the tips that we've given. And then we want you to almost put like a date on each of them when you're going to do it. Maybe it's, you know, blocking out time Stay in your diary to do that. accountable and post it in one of the groups to show yeah. us what you're doing. Tell us whether you're in the training academy group or whether you're in sexiness girl. And for those guys that are listening, they're going, I want to be in those groups. How do I do it? How do I get involved? How do I become sexier than that darn squirrel? Tom. All you got to do is head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy. You can get involved in the program. 
It's 25 days of um, of teaching. You can take part anywhere in the world. It's a heavy discount, hasn't it, yeah, right now? Yeah, over 70% discount. So effectively, it's £27 or $32 US for over 25 days of and teaching. And lifetime access, yeah. which is really powerful, both to the content and to the Facebook group. Yeah, absolutely. So really, really powerful space to be. So we'd love to welcome you there, Game Changers. And welcome home. All you've got to do is head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy so that you can learn all the games and tools that and are going to drive you forward. Most of all, you can get sexy so that's exactly what your dog wants and we know looking at the thousands and thousands of dogs who have been through the program where they're really brilliant lovely super owners that actually we get real life results so with that guys that was this episode of the sexier than a squirrel podcast you need to give us an update lisa with how you are getting on that was this episode we'll see you in the next episode and remember stay stay sexy. sexy Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video program, huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today, where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.